have you watched The Outsider? Yeah, I was the one that told you to watch it. Nathan was there. I don't remember that. <laughs> we probably haven't Prove it. <laughs> Prove it. Anyways, I watched it. <laughs> it's so good. When did you tell me to watch it? I was sitting right here. Did I look we, like I was hearing you? Yeah, because I think you wrote it down. Oh. Hmm. That was when I was telling you to watch. I'm sorry. Um, I have to come off my for this. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I sat in your living room, like practically. <laughs> we, we, we talked about this. Mm, I don't know. It sounds like it was someone else. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Pull the old recordings. <laughs> Forget it. Go ahead and bestow the qualities of the outsider to me. <laughs> You guys have to watch it. It was so good. <laughs> Hi, campers. Welcome to Museum Camp. I'm Megan. I'm Madison. Hello. Hi. What's going great, on? So great. Nothing. I'm getting ready for my uh, rescheduled wisdom tooth surgery. Ooh. So. Are you um, nervous? Are you excited? Tell me how you're feeling. I'm excited for a short week at work. Yes. I am excited to be on Percocet. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I am not excited for the immense pain that my surgeon said I would be in. Yeah. Because of how. four. Yeah, I have all four, and apparently they are just right in the nerve. Okay. Well, my um, advice to you is to take all of your antibiotics that they give you. Oh, (laughs) don't have to tell me twice. (laughs) I didn't. I did not when I had mine removed. It's a very gross story. We're not going to tell on this podcast, but okay, good. That's yeah. my general advice to anyone. Take all of your antibiotics. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Um, moving on into the next segment that I think I'm just going to make a weekly thing. Oh, and call I love it, a weekly thing. <laughs> call it Tweet of the Week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this one reads, every year on New Year's Eve, I think, no way they can turn this number into glasses. And every year I am wrong. <laughs> Who was that? Uh, Was it anyone we know? No, just some rando. Um, I could have seen that being Ken Jennings. Yeah. Our friend, our friend Ken, who has liked one of my tweets before. (laughs) I think same. Brag. Brag. Yeah. Brag. Um, He's a friend of the podcast. Friend of the pod. Mr. KJ. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, in similar in a similar vein, um, on <laughs> the LinkedIn post I saw this week. Okay. <laughs> which I really wanted to text you about. Because also I don't know why it was on LinkedIn. It's so weird that it was on LinkedIn. And also, if you're a LinkedIn influencer. I have a bone to pick with you. Yeah. Because why? What are you doing? What are you doing? Um, 
But this question is is very good. And it is, what is your most psychopathic trait? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I can go first if you would like. Yeah, I think I have a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine is that I prefer to drink warm tap water <laughs> than cold tap water. <laughs> I am uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. I just, it only Why? really started. Yeah, so it only started, remember, when I had to have my teeth drilled out and I told you that they were like little tiny coliseums. <laughs> so I had to have a cavity drilled out, but it was like when I was real. So my enamel just like does not work. It, it's non-existent. And so when I was little, I had a ton of cavities. And then when I went to the dentist as an adult woman, they were like, Hey, you have a cavity under your childhood filling. And so they had to like drill out my teeth, which was so <sighs> painful. And ever since then, especially right afterwards, it was so, so sensitive to cold that I had to drink like borderline hot water. And now my teeth aren't sensitive anymore to that degree, but I just like the warm water. <laughs> lukewarm, <laughs> lukewarm to warm. This is now a dentistry podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think, you know, <laughs> I only like ice cold water. Um, and a big reason for that is because I like to eat the ice. Oh. And I, <laughs> I do. I, I, can't I do would it. chew ice nonstop until the day I die. Probably because I've never even had a cavity. So I don't know what that brag. feels like. It's a brag. <laughs> um, Check but your that. <laughs> You strong enamel person. <laughs> that leads me to probably my most psychopathic tendency. And the thing that I think most people know about me, you know, I love ice and snow. I, I love this is winter. Gonna be it. <laughs> Every time it snows, I have to walk out barefoot outside into the snow. I don't know if it's my grounding. (laughs) But I'm glad you said that one because I was, well, when you said I have to think about it, I almost said, if not, I have one for you. (laughs) (laughs) But I realized that would have been rude, but it was that one. (laughs) So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just love it. I love um the f- the feeling of snow crunching under my feet, you know? So both temperature related. Am I the only one? <laughs> yeah. Crickets. Um you know, my mom loves to tell this story of when I was a child, but she says that when I was young, she had a hard time keeping me from going outside in the snow in my bathing suit. <laughs> Extremely on brand. So <laughs> this is yeah. not a new development. Not a new development. Um, so on that like LinkedIn thread, which first of all, why was that on LinkedIn? If you're on LinkedIn, you're trying to get a job, the last thing you want to tell potential employers is the ways in which you are a psychopath. Yeah. That 
Um, but most people <laughs> were just like, it was a real, they were given a real, no pun intended, lukewarm answers. Um, <laughs> I can't imagine so, why. It's not like possible employers are going to see this. <laughs> yeah, the stakes couldn't be lower. Um, yeah. Well, and now that made me want to like compare the answers if you post that on LinkedIn versus if you post it on Twitter where just no one cares about anything. I was um, thinking it would be best on an ask Reddit thread. It really would. Okay. Yeah. That's where the person meant to type it. To do. <laughs> <laughs> but they just pulled up LinkedIn and it happened. I hate when I confuse LinkedIn for Reddit. <laughs> I know. Same. <laughs> um. <laughs> But most people were giving the lamest answers. Like, I uh, like to listen, or I like to not listen to anything in the car. I like to just have silence. And I'm like, that's not a psychopath thing. That's called, like, you need some sensory relaxation for a second. (laughs) They were like, sometimes I work too hard. Yeah, sometimes (laughs) sometimes I sing too loudly in the shower. (laughs) I care too much. Yeah. Sometimes I'll spend too much time volunteering. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, At this point, this is just an office podcast. It really is. Yeah, are you about to report on the Baked Bean Museum of Excellence? <laughs> yeah, have you guys heard Just... of it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Everyone, I have <laughs> quite a treat for you today. Load up into the van. We're all headed to Joshua Tree, California to visit the world-famous Crochet Museum. <gasps> Okay, can't wait. Okay. Uh, Sherry Elf, a singer, songwriter, (laughs) fashion designer, raw food chef, life coach, and maker of art from trash, founded the world famous Crochet Museum in 2006. (laughs) There's so much to process. Mm -hmm. Maker of art from trash. You could have just said, recycler (laughs) um also i love the last name elf yeah i wish you (laughs) share elf human (laughs) (laughs) not an elf not contrary to popular belief yeah Yeah, that's a red herring (laughs) (laughs) um the museum building was originally an abandoned one-hour drive-through photo booth and sherry painted it electric green and made it look it almost looks like a retro television big window in the front it's cute it's cute it's very cute um (laughs) sherry although she is a wonderful artist uh does not actually know how to crochet so Here's the thing. <laughs> Crocheting is a very learnable skill. So it is easy. Not, it's not hard. It's not knitting. It, yeah. 
it's extremely easy. You just make loops. Um, at this point, this feels like a willful act of rebellion. <laughs> yeah. I think she's trying to be ironic. I agree. I don't know I why agree. I'm getting so heated about this. <laughs> she's a lovely person, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, she simply collects the items that are on display at this museum. Um, Sherry says, quote, I like the crafts of old ladies. I sometimes say they're, I sometimes say they're goddesses. I love that they're so human and that they're so made with love and made with heart. Um, Sherry had been collecting (laughs) crocheted items long before the museum was born. Hold, Hold Hold on. Okay. She she said that she loved that the art was so human. Yeah. That makes me think she is an elf. <laughs> she is protesting far too much. Yeah. Actually, Sherry might be an elf. The more I read about her, the more I was like, something. This is, this is Elvin. <laughs> an elf named Sherry. <laughs> okay i'm so sorry i'm not trying to be rude we love you we love you uh within the museum is an eclectic collection of crocheted items including but not limited to poodles bears (laughs) unicorns and smiley faces and there's actually an entire poodle wing of the museum (laughs) (laughs) which means that there's just a shelf that is covered in yeah yeah. it's all relative (laughs) yeah um and by the way the capacity limit for the crochet museum is two two people or two elves um i think you could probably fit three elves uh you know but two people (laughs) (laughs) oh man I'm sorry for the elf jokes. I don't know why this is happening to me. So good. (laughs) Um, The person who actually holds the title of curator for the museum isn't really a person at all. Here's a quote from the curator. Quote, hi, I'm Bunny. I'm a crochet alligator and your helpful and knowledgeable curator here at the Crochet Museum. If you have any questions, feel free to ask me. And by all means, please do. In this picture, I'm on the right, sitting next to my friend, Buddy. Well, he's not really my friend friend, and he's certainly not my BFF anymore, but that's another story. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) Buddy and Buddy apparently have some sort of, like, drama. Which is understandable i bet buddy was going for the curator spot yeah or like there are crocheted oreos that they like to eat together and i'm just wondering if like buddy took more than his fair share that is a crime against humanity so i get it i agree (laughs) um the website for this museum provides a daily affirmation from bunny and <laughs> the one for today was oh no quote 
A crochet umbrella of protection veils me from any unnecessary distractions. I, I don't, I wouldn't say I'm an expert crocheter. <laughs> um, that being said, I don't feel like an umbrella that has been crocheted would be very effective against mm-hmm. any of the Anything. elements. Yeah. So I, I can't think of a single element where I would think, man, I wish I had a crocheted <laughs> umbrella. <laughs> Or really any situation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, man. Okay. Um, Bunny has (laughs) Bunny has a talk show. And I watched some of it. (laughs) Good. I would have been so mad if you hadn't. (laughs) And really, it's just Sherry, who's on the show as a guest, while also (laughs) operating Bunny by way of puppetry (laughs) and bunny spent a good portion of the show clarifying that she's a girl even though everyone always thinks that alligators are boys that's a valid bias to point out yeah um one of sherry's many gifts is her ability to write music (laughs) Her songs are unique, to say the least. In 2001, she released her debut album entitled... (laughs) (laughs) Entitled, I'm Forcing Goodness Upon You. (laughs) Co-starring Dennis Reynolds. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like that. (laughs) Some songs featured on this album are Jesus at the Hardware Store, Tenderness versus. (laughs) If that. (laughs) If that is anything about the nails. Or the planks of wood. Yeah. If that has anything to do with crucifixion. I feel like. It's in bad taste. I feel like the crochet crowd especially would, (laughs) on average, not really appreciate that. No, no. Um, (laughs) Some other song titles. (laughs) Oh, no. Are tenderness versus watering the lawn backwards. And of, <laughs> can you can you read that again? Tenderness versus versus watering the lawn backwards, and of course, some thoughts on if I should die. <laughs> what? <is that? laughs> This is on Apple Music, by the way. I highly encourage that you look it up. Okay, I can't. Nathan's having a meltdown. (laughs) 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 Someone if I should die. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, of Seamstress. Is that the one you're looking at? I actually liked that one. (laughs) 
<laughs> Maybe she can write a theme song for us. Sorry, Jacob, uh, you've been replaced. <laughs> Sherry, please write us a theme song. Wow, I I could not be more excited to listen. <laughs> um, Sherry hosts a weekly group meeting called Art Not Walmart at her gallery called Art Queen. <laughs> it's a supportive Art gift. <laughs> It's a supportive get-together where artists come to create and support one another while they do so. The sign for this meeting reads, quote, We are a Joshua Tree Collective, mentored and invented by Sherry Elf. We are making art and selling it cheap instead of working jobs that are not fulfilling. Okay. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm just still processing the the Jesus at the hardware store. <laughs> yeah, I listened to the like first thirty seconds of it, and I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for all of this. So, um, Sherry has all of her art pieces that she has sold on the internet on her web page. And there were so many good ones. Um, but I want to tell you a bit about my, my favorite, my personal favorite. I'm ready. I'm not ready, but let's hear it. And I think it really encapsulates what to expect from the rest of her art. <laughs> it's a smiling animal uh, with the main portion of its body being made out of bread clips. And At the top of the piece, in Scrabble letters, it says, good news, I got off the couch. (laughs) (laughs) Sherry makes fun, whimsical, lighthearted art, and I personally wish this piece was still available. And I'm going to hold it up to the... Oh, no. (laughs) I am not trying to be mean, but I think I know Sherry's most psychopathic trait. Some letter style art. <laughs> oh. Okay. Reviews. Here we go. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And Luke starts us off strong with a five-star review. Uh, and he says, We'll be heading here during the apocalypse. So safe and comfy. <laughs> Oh no. Um Bill Poon gave it five <laughs> And he said, It's the cutest, most random museum in the middle of nowhere, well outside Joshua Tree National Park, surrounded by eclectic stores and interesting decor. It's as tiny as it is cute. It's the only thing that America produces which may rival Hello Kitty. And <laughs> uh, I don't feel good about that one. <laughs> I don't either. Yeah. I don't quite understand. Like, did he just have Hello Kitty on the brain or like. Is, is Hello Kitty the like standard that he holds everything he encounters to? <laughs> yeah. Could this be as marketable as Hello Kitty? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Lori gave it five stars and she said, 
classic throwback to grandma's house. Hey. Yeah. And then my personal favorite from Barometer Gal. (laughs) One star. And the title is Made to Feel Like an Outsider. Aww. As a quilt maker, I felt oh, extremely no. <laughs> I felt extremely uncomfortable surrounded by the many crochet works on display at the world famous crochet museum, as the sign so arrogantly and proudly proclaims. Bitch, why'd you go? <laughs> you knew what you were getting into. It's in the name. You were not ambushed. I cannot stress this enough. <laughs> <laughs> All crafters deserve equal rights. All crafters should stand up in unity. All crafters deserve world famous museums. This is my America. And frankly, I don't know what our government is doing right now. (laughs) What does that have to do with anything? Same barometer girl. (laughs) Um, hardworking quilters are being allowed to toil for hours on end and get absolutely no recognition. A real sun trap, though. (laughs) Barometer Girl, I would like to begrudgingly invite you to my neck of the woods so you can visit the Rocky Mountain Quilt Museum. There we go. And then you can subsequently shove it up your ass (laughs) that was a clap back that was a clap back your move barometer girl Uh, and that was the world famous crochet museum I am at a loss. <laughs> I'm I'm feeling unraveled. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and hooked. <laughs> hooked on crochet. <laughs> Here is my message to Sherry Elf. Number one, I have a lot of questions. So email me. Number two. I will teach you how to crochet if you need. It's so easy. You're going to learn. And, you know, Sherry, if you're listening, you know, I had to come up with this uh, in a very short amount of time, this episode. So I did not, unfortunately, get to speak to Sherry. I do feel like she would have been receptive to any questions that we had. So, Sherry, if you hear this by chance, let us know. We want to talk. We want to hang out. Yeah, we, we want to hang out. We will fight the quilters. Oh, with yeah. And for you. Oh, my God. Sign me up. <laughs> Did we start a political party? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. Well, everyone, thanks so much for tuning in. Please be sure to check out our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash the museum camp. Send us an email, hello at themuseumcamp.com. If you have museum suggestions, if you've been to any of the museums that we're talking about, we want to hear from you. We'd also love to know what your most psychopathic trait is. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't put that on LinkedIn. Send that in an email to us. That's the safest place it can go. Pro bono career advice from Museum Camp here. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You got that for free. For free. Now join our Patreon. Yeah, we're saving you $5 at <laughs> least a month. At least. We'll see you all next time. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.